Hey motherfuckers, when I went to play this recording back, I made a realization, and it's that my microphone was set to the wrong microphone, which is my headphone microphone, which sounds very bad. So enjoy this bad sounding and also way too long episode of uh, what the fuck is happening in Tsubasa Chronicle. Thanks, bye. It's time for another episode of What the Fuck is Up? No, hang on. What the Fuck is Happening in Tsubasa Chronicle? That's the name of the podcast. I'm Ray. You know that. I don't think that anybody who listens to this podcast will not be someone who I already know personally, because I have no way to market it other than to directly ask people to listen to it. Um, I'm Ray. And this is my (laughs) welcome to my podcast. Um, This is a quote unquote show where I read Tsubasa Chronicle and talk to myself about it to relieve you craven little fools of your miserable burden where you might have to read manga with your eyes and not multitask and consume other things at the same time or turn yourself to other tasks and engagements. You're so welcome for this service that I'm providing. Um, it's an experiment in what... Must a podcast be good? <laughs> Is it not enough? I've asked this many times with all of my bad projects. Um, it I got distracted by someone walking around outside. That's what this show is going to be like, folks. Folks. Um, Yeah, it's an experiment in me talking to myself and whether that is entertaining or whether it's totally not entertaining and I'm wondering how long people will stick with something while it continues to be not entertaining in any way. I just remembered a podcast obligation I had to do, but I'm going to continue to ignore it because it's worked well enough for me so far before we record i might just check in with myself a little bit i don't know if that's interesting how am i doing though the way that you would ask a co-host how they're doing but i'm my own co-host so i will ask myself how i'm doing thanks thanks ray over to you ray um Whenever I'm working, I put lots of energy in like pretending to be a proper, like functioning, ordinary, complete, whole, uh, sane human being. And then kind of on the 15 minute bus journey home, it like sort of disintegrates and falls apart in my hands like cotton candy in a puddle and I'm a sad raccoon. Um, and then when I get home, my family there so I sort of have to sort of quickly mold myself into a human being again an acceptable one um but I'm not very good at doing that so I'm kind of super wiped out I always find it really hard to make anything while I'm at home um I'm probably going to leave it too late to practice any flute 
but I will spare my family some bad noises today. I'm not good at the flute, um, because it's my mom's birthday, so this is my gift to her. Um, so yeah, I'm sort of reveling in my inadequacies, I'm acknowledging my failures, I'm resigned to my inhumanity, I'm reading Black Skin White Masks and it's pretty good but I'm not going to talk about it because I don't have any good thoughts. Um, I'm tired, I'm fucking so tired, man, it's so bad. I've been drinking a lot of water. That's my advantage of the podcast, is water. But now I've run out of water. And I also bought some Pop-Tarts from Poundland, which I regret. Anyway, that's how I am. Maybe I should make a statement for, like, check-ins. That would be funny. Um. Yeah. So what's Sabasa Chronicle? What the fuck is happening in Sabasa Chronicle? I will tell you what's happened so far, which is that there's a girl called Sakura and a boy called Sharan, and they're destined to be with each other um, because of heterosexuality, I guess. Although I have this headcanon that they're both trans, which makes it okay. Um, it just feels right to me. Anyway, Sharan is enough. They're, they're in love with each other, but they haven't told each other yet, but it's pretty fucking obvious. They're childhood friends. Sakura is the princess of a very nice kingdom called the Kingdom of Cloud. Anyway, so the inciting incident happens and she touches a weird mark on the ground and she explodes into feathers and loses all of her memories. Um, and the priest of the country, a little gay boy called Yugito, who we'll never see again, he sends Sharon to another world to try and sort her out. Um, meanwhile, there are two other guys. One of them is a big bad ninja who likes to murder people. And the other one's like a sort of white haired, sad boy. Um, with this sort of cat girl wife that he made and he gets out of a big bath and then he says, I never want to go home again, me too. Not true, actually, I'm grateful to live here. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, they all rock up in this other world that Sharon gets sent to to meet this woman called Yuko. She's the witch, of she's the space-time witch. Um, she says, if Sakura loses all her memories, she's gonna fucking die. Um, Anyway, you all want to travel around the world to do various things. Give me something so that you can do that. She takes the ninja guy's sword that he loves and it's his wife. She takes the white-haired anime boy's sick back tattoo. I'm not naming these characters, but it's fine. I, you don't need to understand what's going on. Only I do. Um, and then he takes... From Sharon, he takes Sakura's memories of Sharon, which feels unfair to Sakura, but it's fine. Let's not think about it too hard. Great, so that, I think that's pretty much the summary. That's where we're leaving off. Um, time to read a manga. Now, previously when I did this podcast, I read the manga and then talked to you about what happened in the manga. But what I'm going to do this time 
is I'm going to go to mangafox.com, read manga online for free, exclamation mark, and I'm going to type in, oh, so, I hate to see the horny image that it makes me look at, capture the golem and escape poverty. Anyway, <laughs> Manga is so bad. Every time I open Manga Fox, I'm like, God, Manga is the worst. This is terrible. Some of it's so good, but so much of it is so bad. Um. Anyway, we're going to read Subasa Chronicle, and I'm going to read it aloud to you, or I'm just going to comment it on it as I'm reading. This is an experiment to see if this is how it works. Um, Subasa Reservoir Chronicle. I'm clicking on it. I'm clicking on it? Come on. Okay, thank you. Now I am on Volume 1, Chapter 3. The Wings of Hitsuzen. This is a nice illustration of, like, child Sakura and child Shara and sort of smiling up into the sky and looking at some birds fly around, which I guess the wing motif, I should explain, there's a lot of wing motifs because Tsubasa means wing. Um, we don't know why it's called Tsubasa Chronicle yet, but there's a fun twist at the end, which I will see if I bring up. I should probably fucking read the manga before I recap it, huh? Because it's just going to be a lot of silence otherwise. Um, but Yuko is talking about how all the worlds are different and that they come from different worlds and you can tell by the way that they look like weird cosplayers. Yeah, I'm gonna pause, I'm gonna pause my recording and just read this. I'll see you soon. Okay, Chucklefox, I'm back. Um, I've read a chapter of Subasa Chronicle now. It's a pretty short one. It's 27 pages long. Um, so this is this is going to be a long podcast because I think this arc is like substantial-ish. Um, so we start out with Yuko talking about what it's like to travel between different worlds, um, as I said, and then she has a kind of interesting page about what the experience will be like, which I think I will just read out because it's kind of cool. Um, this translation of the manga is the official one. Um, I don't super like it. I think it's weird. It's got some weird phrasing. I'm going to read out this uh, thing that Yuko says. People you know, people you've met on your world, they've developed under completely different conditions on other worlds. You may meet different versions of the same person time after time on different worlds. And just because that person is nice to you on one world, doesn't mean you'll find an ally on the next. You'll find worlds where you can't communicate, where even common sense doesn't work. Standard of living, laws, all change with the world. There are worlds full of criminals, worlds full of lies, worlds locked in constant wars, and you must live through them all. There will be a journey in which you won't know where you are, nor how close you are to collecting all of the fractured pieces of her memory. This is interesting. I'm wondering if, I wonder what it means. (laughs) 
I wonder what it shows about, like, because I guess it is interesting to think about what a piece of media is actually saying. Um, and I sort of haven't done that with Subasa Chronicle. I'm sure it's got some themes somewhere. I feel like it had this, from what I remember reading it, it has this theme of like, things aren't what they seem, and that you have to approach things as if they have the potential to be good. But there is a point at which it gets really dark. Um, they go to these worlds that are really light and really safe and where the story is really soft. Oh, it's snowing again. Little drifting snow. It's fucking so cold. I say complaining in one of the mildest weather countries in the world. But um it's not nice to like walk to the must stop in, I guess. Interesting though. And it's pretty to see it. Anyway, um some of the worlds they go to are really safe and soft and funny and light-hearted and this the start of this manga at least has a really funny fun cute tone and i feel like this is almost a statement of intention i feel like where they're saying like we're gonna this is our bullshit that we're gonna be on we're gonna reuse our characters and reuse our characters and it doesn't mean that they're the same but it's like and we, we're going to explore all these different tones and all of these different places and you can't, it, we're not going to guarantee what you'll find, which is interesting. It's almost like it's about being creative, it's about telling stories, it's about like having all of these different potentials in your work. I don't know, I'm, I'm also bullshitting, but that's very interesting. Um, so while she's sending them off to the other world, Yuko says that uh, sincerity and determination are needed no matter what someone is trying to do. And it seems like Sharon has both of them. He's he's frowning, he's being very sincere. I love him so much. <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> I'm just like a very earnest young man who's nice and sad, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, when I was a kid I had such a crush on Sharon. I don't know why. She's an anime boy. Anyway, Mokona, who's the little bunny rabbit, I guess, opens its mouth really big and grows big wings and sends them to another world. Um, and Yuko looks up to the sky and wishes them a great journey. Have a nice time. So Sharon's falling through the void and he's like thinking to himself very intensely about how he won at Sakura Dai. Then he wakes up yelling, Sakura! Um, and he wakes up, and Mokona's looking at him, and he screams, Sakura! And Mokona says something like, Mokona the bunny rabbit, I'm just going to say its name. Mokona says he doesn't grab Mokona, and I don't know what it means. Does it mean, does it mean that he didn't grab Mokona when he woke up? Did Mokona want to be grabbed? Seems like Mokona likes to be held. Me too. Anyway, Fai, who's the smiling white-haired anime boy, picks up Mokona and is like, oh, hi, um, and wakes him up, they all introduce themselves, they have a little bit of a joke, um, and Sharon's really worried about Sakura because she's cold and it seems like she's gonna die. Um, and then Fai leans over and it looks like it's for a little cuddle, which would be very nice. Um, 
and then he pulls out a feather that Sharon is on Sharon's clothes. Um, and he, he tells Sharon that he, well, Sharon thinks, oh, maybe this, this stuck on my clothes by coincidence. And Fai says, there's no, there's no such thing as coincidence. At least that's what the witch said, right? There's only destiny. You, probably you grabbed it in some kind of attempt to save her life. Um, which is very cute. He loves her. Um, Fai, Fai has a fucking outfit on. He's got this like cool, I don't know how to describe cuts. He's got this cool collar and then like some fastenings that I don't know how to describe things, but he's got very long black boots and he's got very long black gloves. It looks like he's on some cake shit anyway. Um, they give, they give Sakura her memory. It goes into her like something sort of falling into a pool of water. Um, and she, uh, when it gets a little warmer, but she doesn't wake up yet. Fai, we're sort of learning that Fai, sometimes he seems like he's being really serious and really sincere, and then he sort of falls into like joking or leaning around. He's kind of like someone who's very endearing and appealing, I guess, disarming, but who you cannot trust or who is hiding something, which I really like about him. I feel a bit weak for all of these characters. Um, so Fai is seeming, so Bokken is like, oh, I'll know when there's a feather around because they'll make me open my eyes. And everybody is surprised because he hasn't done that yet. It's manga. It's anime. Um, okay. And Kuriane is being a big wet blanket in the corner and he's got his big cloak on. And he's like, search, whatever you want to do, it's fine. I'm not going to help because I'm an edgelord. I just want to go back to my own world. I won't do it. I won't help you. And Sharon very sincerely says, I will do my best not to cause you any trouble, which is so cute. And it makes Kurogana really shocked and embarrassed, which is nice. They are going to like each other so much. They are going to trust each other so much. I think there's something very appealing when manga sets up characters, like, you know that they're going to really care for each other and be in it together. And it's just very awesome. <laughs> I think growing up being interested and invested in manga and having a crew of these characters who were super committed to each other has informed a lot of the stories that I like to read and I like to tell, especially if I'm like playing role-playing games and stuff. If the characters aren't interested in each other and aren't like committed to doing this thing together and like in each other's lives, I'm just so not fucking interested. <laughs> I just find it really like if we're not going to focus on these central relationships and if they're not going to complicate and pull and push the story, then like what's the point? Um I feel like some stuff has been really formative that for me. Anyway, just like I have such full memories of these three that I I'm not realizing. Um uh, Kurigana asks Fai if he's going to help Sharon out, and Fai says, I have nothing better to do. So that's sorted. Anyway, this guy with spiky hair, who I think is another clown manga that I haven't read, enters the room and he says, so you're all awake now? And he gives him some tea, and he says, I love my curvy wife. She's actually very skinny. What does he say? He's a wife guy, though. And he says, this is the woman, my love. I call her my honey. Make sure you've burned that into your heart. Sharon is very polite. Um... And then this point, the spiky hair guy threatens Kurigane and says, if you lay on a finger on her, you'll die horribly. Um, everyone's having fun and joking around. Don't email my wife, says this guy. Um, 
he knows Yuko for some reason. How does he know Yuko? We simply don't know. Um, but Fai told him the story of everything because Kuragane was too scary to speak to. Um, and then he says, well, this is your lucky day because this is, and he opens the window and then we turn to a full page spread, the Hanshin Republic, which seems like. So I'm looking at this last. Can you hear that? Someone's playing loud music in their car. It's making me want to commit murder. Okay. I can still hear it. Okay. Um, I feel like my energy when I can get here, Carl, is, is so different to my energy at any other time. It's like fundamentally off-putting and scary. <laughs> I hate to hear them. They make me mad. Anyway, we this full page spread of like a city and it's got a guy in stripes on a billboard and it's got a river and it's got lots of buildings with windows and a dragon in the sky and stars in the sky and a cool shrimp and lots of wires. They, the art in this manga is really cool, is really good. I'm actually going to take a little while to look at this um, city spread because it looks like it's not, it's lots of straight lines and it's very clean, but it looks like it's not fully like a digital drawing or a 3D mapped drawing. It's just a really cool, it's got these sort of impressionistic elements and these looser elements when the, the buildings go further into the background. It's just a very cool depiction of a city. Um, great, this is the Hanshin Republic. That's the end of the chapter. So, what have we learned so far? Um, We've learned all this other stuff that I recapped at the start, who cares? We've learned that worlds, in worlds you're going to meet people who look the same but are different, which I think probably has some core thematic importance, but I couldn't tell you what it means or why it's important, but maybe we'll find out soon. What they're trying to touch on with that, um, how they're using it as a tool, a storytelling tool. We learned that... Um, you need sincerity and determination to do anything, and those are Sharon's main qualities, or are they? We'll see. We learned that Fi is a pretty nice and jokey guy. He seems pretty cool. He has nothing better to do, um, but is perhaps less honest than Kuro, who is a bit of a cindere, as they say in Nihon. Um, disgusting. <laughs> also, that's a reference to something made by very bad people, so I might cut it out. Um, or I might just leave it in. We'll see. We learn that they're in the country of... Oh, the Hanshin Republic. There we go. I'm not good at remembering names, which is apparently a nice place. But I guess we'll learn more about it next chapter of Subasa Chronicle. Thank you for listening. Actually, I'm not done. I'm going to do a segment. Although this is already 22 minutes long. Now, I've spent this week thinking about segments, and I'm not sure what segment to do still. So, I guess... No, I, I mean, I haven't had any fun ideas. I was going to do a segment where I read fanfiction, but I, it's too early for that. We're not... 
I mean, I'm attached to the characters. <laughs> but I feel like we should get through more of this story before we read fan fiction. Um, what's a fun segment, do you think? I would like to do one. It's nice to have a segment. All podcasts are good with segments. I don't know, what entered my head was Worm of the Week. Which is a university segment, which that podcast will probably never be released again, very sad. Um, so I could appropriate it for this podcast, but maybe I believe in hope and I won't do that. Maybe this segment is just me wondering about which segment I should do. It's just me talking about what segment to do. <laughs> just had an idea, which is what if I Googled podcast segment ideas oh i have another email from a therapist i'm going to no don't ignore i'm gonna read it i want to read it all back 10 great i'm going to <laughs> okay this segment is called replying to my emails hi great to hear I'm wearing my human suit, so I'm zipping it up. Hi, great to hear. Zoom is fine for me. In my house isn't. Should I tell him? Should I tell this therapist about the how much the connection in my house is very bad and not good? The connection in my house is in and out. So, I'll let you know if I, if there were any problems, is that good? I haven't been just like auto kicked out. Thank you Buzz for passing the house. Yeah, I haven't been just sort of auto kicked out of the Zoom call because my connection was too bad and well. So maybe I'll just risk it and not say anything. It was fine for me. Full stop. It was fine for me. Uh, link on the much easier to keep track of. Thank you. So thank you. So thank you. I don't really like Zoom, but it is, you know, it is what it is. Um, Link on the day will be much easier to keep track of, so thank you. Until then, okay. That's fine, right? That's an email that you would get from someone. Return requested lesbian tomboy FTM buckle chest breast binder crop vest tank not plus size. <laughs> eBay really do be like that. Do I have to do anything with this email? Thank you for letting us know that you'd like to return this item. It doesn't fit. We're here to help. Thanks, eBay. So I should respond and let you know what to do next. Okay. So I don't have to do anything. Great. That email's done. Email. 
I've already answered this email. Good news. Email. Time to book your therapy. I've done it. Thank you. Email. Misery. Misery is a cool, uh, like, collection of queer, like, the mentally ill people who are doing community events in London, which where I don't live. Oh, I would like to be do more stuff with this, this these people. But it's difficult somehow. They do have a crowdfunder, which nobody's going to listen to this podcast, but you should donate to. Um, please donate and share the thing. I would love a little present of music to cry dance to. At some point I will do that. I just really want to be part of a community, you know? Like, I just, I just would enjoy to be part of a community. Hang on. Is this, is this, is this, is this? Are these events that are going to happen or events that already happened? March, April, May. These sound so cool. Fuck, how did I miss all this shit? It's because I wasn't on social media for literally a full year. Um, fuck. King Spaces? Oh my god. Well, this has some really cool uh, resources and articles in it, so I'm very excited. Oh, shit. Mm -mm -mm -mm. This is mad interesting. I think I did miss all these events. I wish I had gone to these events. God damn it. Yeah. But hopefully they do stuff in this year ahead. Oh, I would like to go there. Cool that they have all these links. Hopefully there's stuff I'll check out. Maybe I'll um, read some of them on the podcast. <laughs> this has kind of got a dual purpose. Fuck. Okay. I'm just going to bookmark this in my... I have two <laughs> folders in my bookmarks bar. One is for Never Believe It. The other is called Fun Facts with three information marks. So it's going in Fun Facts. Done. Delightful. Bookmark. Saved. What are my other emails? eBay, order update, four sheets of white address. Okay, cool. Pets. I keep buying things I don't need. Pluto press order. Receipt. I should probably keep my receipt. I bought some books about colonialism online. Because my dear, delightful friend AJ. Has provided me with a link to a Black History Month sale, which is so kind of them. Thank you. Um, this podcast won't be out in time for you to see it, I don't think. But I'll I'll put a link to the press actually because it's a really cool like um like radical book publisher. Very cool. I think it would be so cool to be someone who writes stuff like this. I should have maybe I should have continued with academia. <laughs> I don't think I'm smart enough for it though. Oh,
sound of mud bites. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. It's so good to me. I like it. Anyway, I'm. This is the end of the podcast, I think. Um, do I say this is not the end of this podcast? I don't think I do. So, goodbye.